Imagine this, your church asks for a volunteer to host or lead a small group, and before you know it, you end up raising your hand. Yeet! Or maybe your spouse volunteers you, or no one else will do it. Either way, next week, you are leading a small group. Maybe it's for the first time, or maybe you just want to become a better leader. But I'll share with you my top five tips for leading a small group Bible study, coming up. What's up guys, I'm Curtis Riley from The Real Riley's. Not real like a big deal, but real like we're real people with real problems. And we are one family with multiple channels, so make sure to check them out at therealreilly's.com. We've got a channel on faith, on how-tos, on marriage, and online business. But the purpose of this channel is to discuss real church, real worship, and real preaching. But we also offer online courses, coaching, and even church consultations. So check them out on our website or in the description below. And will you do us a favor and just hit that like button real quick and subscribe to our channel? That really supports us and helps us to continue to make content like this. And we also wanted to give you a free gift for stopping by. So check out our mini course based on our sermon outline guide that'll make sure that you never get stuck writing your sermon again. Now let's get started. Our small group leader went out of town last week and I offered to volunteer to lead the group. Now since our transition out of our last church, I actually haven't led a group for a while. So I started thinking to myself, how do I do this again? Now I kept the structure the same as normal to be respectful, which I'll share my structure for a small group in another video. But what I noticed is that there are some really helpful phrases that you can use no matter what type of group you're leading. Now I just coached my four-year-old's basketball team and I found myself running around like crazy, trying to make sure kids can learn the game, trying to make sure kids get equal playing time, literally grabbing kids and saying, hey, no, you can't go out in the hall, you gotta stay in here corralling these wild heathens. Now in small groups, we're talking about adults here, but the concept is the same. We're trying to corral everybody, helping everyone in the group get what they need and making sure that the group is productive. So let me give you five things that you can focus on while you lead your small group, and I'll give you five phrases that go along with them. Number one is conversation. You wanna get people to talk in your small group and you wanna make sure everyone has a chance to talk. You're gonna have some people that are really quiet and shy in your group, and you're gonna have some people that like to talk a lot in your group. In fact, we'll have a whole video on what to do if you have an over-talker in your group and how to handle it. But for now, a phrase that can be super helpful is let's hear from someone who hasn't had a chance to share yet. What that does is immediately eliminates the people who have talked a lot and highlights the opportunity for those who haven't had a chance. Number two is control. Your goal should be to control the time. Now this is a good thing and a bad thing, but you will have great conversations in your small groups. People are gonna love it. People are gonna be jib-jabbing back and forth. You're gonna get lost in conversation. And before you know it, time's gonna slip by and you might start to run out of time. Not to mention, sometimes things will interrupt groups or groups just end up starting late. And you might even have God take the group in a whole new direction for a while. But either way, you're gonna be short on time. So the phrase that you should remember is, I hate to interrupt, but that's it. Or some other things you could say is, I wish we had more time, or I wish we could keep discussing this, but for the sake of time, we've gotta move on. This lets people know that you love the conversation that's happening, but 
we've got to make sure that we control the time and the conversation continues to move on or you're able to move on to the next section of your small group. And hey, can I stop you for a second? And if you like this video and it's been helpful for you, will you hit the like button and subscribe to our channel? It tells YouTube that you enjoy it and it helps us make videos like this. Number three is concentration. One of your goals is to keep the group on topic. Listen, there are a ton of Bible verses to talk about, and a lot of them are going to come up. Something exciting is going to happen in Sister Sally's life that we're all going to want to talk about. The Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl, and you know the Bengals are going to go too. But exciting things happen in the world, and people are going to want to discuss them. And don't get me wrong, it's awesome to talk about these things with our friends. But a phrase that you'll need often while you lead is, Okay, guys, let's refocus. That's just a gentle reminder to everyone in your group that, hey, this is a great conversation, but we should probably get back to the topic at hand. It's why we've all come here in the first place. Number four is concession. You might have to admit that you don't have all the answers. Now, this won't always happen, and don't ever let this scare you from leading a group, but you are going to have times when people bring up some really tough questions, and sometimes questions that don't even have answers. Maybe you don't know all the answers. Maybe you don't know the Bible that well. Maybe you're kind of new in your faith. Maybe you didn't go to Bible school, and you don't know all the doctrines of your faith. You can always say, I don't know, but I'll find out for next week. That takes the pressure off you to know everything, it helps get the answer for the people that they're looking for, and it gives you time to research or go ask someone else. Something that can be really fun is you can say, why don't we find out for next week? And you can give everyone a little homework assignment. Say, hey, let's all research it and come back and discuss it next week. And hey, if you're a leader in your church, you might find yourself preaching or giving some type of sermon or speech. I want to encourage you to check out one of our courses like the Power Preaching Plan or the Power Preaching Preparation, where you'll learn how to outline any sermon and I'll take you through an example and show you exactly how. And number five is quiet. Sometimes the best thing you can say is nothing. You see, as you lead the group, you're probably going to feel like you need to teach. People are probably going to look to you for answers. People are probably going to look to you as they answer the questions that are asked to them. So the phrase that you can say sometimes is... Nothing. As the leader, you should not be talking the whole time. Remember, it's your goal to get other people to talk. Now it's time to get real. Will you comment below and let us know what's your favorite phrase from this video or what's a phrase that you found helpful while you're leading small group Bible studies? And if you have more questions about this, make sure to join one of our communities. You can hang out with like-minded people, ask questions, and even have an opportunity for your question to be answered in the next live Q&A. I want to encourage you to check out one of our other videos like maybe how can you tell if you're called to ministry or branch off a little bit and check out one of our other channels like how to play the guitar or how to study the Bible. And I hope this video was really helpful to you when it comes to leading your real small group. But until next time, keep it real.